everybody welcome to the improv network podcast this is a series of conversations aimed at building stronger connections throughout the improv community i'm james quesada and i'm bob wick <clears throat> excuse me and you are delicious noise mm. uh, we are your education team for the improv network and uh, you can go to the improvnetwork.org to check out all sorts of improv resources, uh, including blogs and interviews. There's uh, festival listings and an improv FAQ dedicated page for uh, these conversations, as well as some lecture videos on the most uh, commonly asked about questions in the improv world. Our topic for today, Bob. Go ahead. You got something oh, to say? Oh, yeah. Just want a reminder. Uh, got something sure. to add, bro? Be what do you sure, want? man. Be sure, bro, uh, to do all the liking and the subscribing and the commenting and uh, all the ing you can. That really helps out. We want to hear from you. Uh, these are conversations, not just between me and James. This It takes a village to make an improv. That's what they say. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, we stopped saying this during the, the live streams, uh, but um, you are more than welcome to chime in with questions of any kind during our live stream, regardless if it's related yeah. to the specific topic we're talking about. If you just want to throw questions in about improv, uh, whatever yeah. it may, might be, go ahead and comment and we'll either get to it in the episode or we'll uh, flag it as one to cover in a future future episode. Yeah, so many of these episodes are based on questions we were asked, and we're just like, "Oh, this is too big of a topic just to just to comment on." We gotta we gotta go hard. We gotta give them the whole hour. So let's do it. <laughs> and we're going hard today on a pretty <laughs> commonly asked question. A lot of people ask about bulldozing. So, and bulldozing is what yeah. what you call an improv uh, somebody who's just plowing through a scene or. You know, just uh, way too active, abrasive energy, um, overwhelming, you know. Right. Uh, Basically, they're in business, what they call, wrestlers are called, they're going into business for themselves. They're not listening. They're not being a good scene partner. Uh, they're negating or denying anything in, that's given to them because they have a story they want to tell and they don't want or they think they don't need your their scene partners to help them do this you know uh, I, i've seen bulldozers so bad they don't realize they're bulldozing but even negate because the uh for example oh uh no we're at a farmhouse we've never talked about the farmhouse no the door's over there no one has done any object work to tell where any of the landscape is how can you tell me the door's not here it's it's a really frustrating way to play if you're the other performers with the bulldozer yeah, absolutely. And uh, honestly, there's no there's no real easy answer because it's just tough to deal with. But we uh, yeah. will hopefully cover some things that will help um, 
just to make it less frustrating or that you can kind of uh, fall back on and try out if you're in that situation or if you are that person that is unconsciously bulldozing and walking off stage being like, God, why did I just do that? Yeah. Uh, speaking yeah. of which, yeah. Wh- so, Bob, why? Let's talk about some of the reasons that this happens. Like, why do people bull- okay. bulldoze? Where does this kind of energy come from? Yeah. Yeah, you know. I'm gonna be honest. I, I I've I just did it a little bit there. Uh, <laughs> I, I've usually, for me personally, my personal experience, if I've ever bull- bulldozed, is because I was so inspired by something. I just wanted to play this game. I wanted to do like it. It's it takes over you. It's and it sucks. And you you have and it's usually someone who who's comfortable on stage, or maybe newly comfortable on stage, and, but hasn't had enough stage time to realize what they're doing to catch himself in that moment. Uh, because it's a, you know, it's one of the things about being an improviser is not, again, we're not trying to be funny. We're trying to tell a story or we're trying to do something. We're trying to build something together. Uh, and unfortunately some people, it takes a little longer to learn that together skill, you know, yeah. um, uh, you're thinking about what my part is in this puzzle. Uh, and sometimes that overrides the rest of the puzzle. So you you're know? saying you're, you're pointing to like when people get eager or just overexcited about their right. ideas and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's not malicious. It's not like it, you, they're not going, they're not doing it to, with the, the intent of, of hurting a scene. They really, I, I truly believe. And again, from experience that they are, Oh my God, wait till they see what I'm, I'm, I'm going to, present to the stage right now. Everybody's going to want to jump on it. It's going to be exciting. This is amazing. I got to get this out of my, off my chest. It's going to be incredible. And sometimes because of the overexcitement and the presentation, it's, it's just too much for every around everybody around them or because they're so excited, they're not fully communicating um, what kind of premise or what, what they're trying to get out. So it's, it's, it's just a, a big ball of energy and no one knows what to do with it. It's, it's too much. The app is just too high for the rest of the crowd. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I didn't really think about that. Uh, and and I, I'm, I'm still like, I always want to make sure that when we talk about these problem areas or, or like bad habits that people have and how to deal with them, that like um, we remember that like most of us are guilty of this. Like Absolutely. any given topic, if we're going to talk about it, most of us are, have been guilty of it, uh, of, you know, not, not every uh, bad habit, but like, there's a good chance that somebody in the conversation has, has done it, does do it from time to time or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, it's good to remember that there's not that, yeah, that there's, it's not always just like malicious uh, shitty people doing this stuff. It's, it's like, yeah, I, I, I totally didn't think of, of course, people are just like over excited and, and eager to, to play or eager to get their um, ideas out there because they're just excited to uh, you think you got a good one and uh, I've definitely been guilty of that you know like mm-hmm. just like jumping the gun or or um, uh, yeah trying to lead the charge because I'm like oh this is going to be exciting great. and I'm going to yeah. be so bummed if it doesn't go this way yeah and yeah that, yeah that's not fair how dare you guys on stage not know the script I have in my head uh, yeah. I think it's like akin to um people who do tag-ins too much and they and they go like oh i got this joke it's gonna hit yeah. and then when they don't get tagged back out there's like uh all i had was this joke uh, oh man yeah uh, okay <laughs> yeah this is not why i intended 
Yeah. Um, another another reason that I'll throw in there that, that came to mind for me first, uh, again, just because I think I, I'm trying to balance the, you know, positive and there's negative reasons why people uh, do this stuff. But like, um, <clears throat> I was thinking of like a lack of trust, you know, and, and I've been guilty of that as well. And I, I especially like, you know, high stakes shows or, or like I, I, what I see when I see this a lot is like class shows or like new troops doing their first show or first couple shows or, you know, um, having uh, being in like a, something like a tournament when you're like bringing friends and family and like right. just eager to like win so you can move on to the next round and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just being like like uh, nervous and um, you lose uh, that calm trust that uh, we try to instill in ourselves uh, throughout classes and rehearsals and practices is yeah. just like trust the process listen and stay in the moment and something good will come of it. And, uh, and instead you get kind of panicky about like, um, yeah, uh, wanting to get the laugh or, or wanting to make sure that yeah. you're doing a good job in front of the people that came to see the show or whatever, like carry the team when you don't really have to, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Fix it or Mrs. Fix it or fix it. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, and that can be a lot too. That That's usually, that's, Honestly, I'm going to say, I don't, I don't want to put a percentage on it, but in my experience, I've seen this happen to a lot of troops. You get a couple of people who have that kind of energy and it kind of, they don't want to play with each other. You know, not everybody, you know, there's too many cooks in the kitchen or chefs in the kitchen, or it's just, it, without trust, it's so hard to do the thing we do. Yeah. So I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, also, really quick, let's take a sidestep. To you, is there a difference? I have an answer, but I want to ask you. To you, is there a difference between someone who's a bulldozer and someone who just happens to be hot that night? Someone who's just having a good show, untouchable, can do all their accents or whatever they need to do, uh, just just making no I, – I hate using this term, but bad choices, if that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, so, Someone who's, like, on fire, just having, like, a, like a real – yeah, perfect yeah. night, perfect this, game. Yeah, getting perfect scores from even the Russian judges. Um, I think I think the difference is like I would put that on like a, sort of a, a spectrum or a scale of like, well, how well is it is it working with everyone else? You know, yeah. like if you can, if everyone else is like uh, on on your team is loving it too or right. looking good too. Um, if it's if it's if it's uplifting um, yeah. other people's ideas and using stuff like that, like. Um, I, I think that, 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 yeah, it's a matter of like, well, how, how well is it meshing? <laughs> and if it's yeah. not meshing, then you're, then you're bulldozing. Well, uh, it's not connected, but also right? Yeah. On the troop itself, because, okay, sorry, I stepped on you again. I'm about this one. Uh, I'm a bulldozer. Um, I would have to, I, I agree with you 98%, but there's also that 2% is if someone's on fire, why not feed that fire? You know, that that's my only caveat to what you're saying. Yeah, I, I but I, and I think you're right, and I think that that has to do with whether it's connected with everyone else. Because if yeah. if if the bulldozer is not connected, then you oh. can't. It's harder to feed it, like because they're not listening to the things you're giving them or paying attention enough to uh, let you help. <laughs> you know, right. like that. so. I, yeah, again, I think it's just like that spectrum of of, of whether or not it's connected and meshing with the, the rest of the team. But but actually, while we're kind of like, uh, you know, jabbing ourselves for bulldozing in the conversation about bulldozing, um, I'll also say that like part of where this 
comes from that I've noticed is like um, it's also like a, like a cultural thing, you know, mm -hmm. of like some whether it's like male culture or um, I think that like I don't know if it's just the Detroit improv community or like Detroit um, social culture. Uh, I feel like the people that I'm friends with in Michigan uh, in conversation, I'm more likely to uh, a talk until someone interrupts me <laughs> and B interrupt somebody before they're finished talking. And it's, it's yeah. more like a relay of a conversation yeah. than it is of a stop and start, you know, clean, neat conversation. Oh, I, I'm, as we just saw, I'm guilty of that. I always thought about it as a, because I come from a big family and that mm -hmm. is how you have to talk when you're in a big family. If you want to get a sentence in, you have to basically, uh, Oh, what is that uh, thing on Spotify where you start the, the next song before the last song was finished? Like you kind of have the, I don't know. There's like, it's, it's like, like a phasing thing. Oh, cross, crossfading. Yeah. Crossfading thing. Like okay. you have to crossfade your next thought into their last thought. Like it's almost like, a, like the ultimate piggyback. Like I am crossfading into this, that I, cause I don't want, again, coming from a big family, like I don't want the conversation to, to change before I could add my two cents in because uh, especially the way my family uh, talks, we're all over the place. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. So you don't want to be that person like, Oh, I really had a cool thing or, or a thought about this last subject, but that was three subjects ago. And you don't want to bring it up now. Cause then it'd be weird. Well, that's so interesting. It, well, so side note, I think it's really cool that, that I didn't know Spotify had a uh, crossfade option. Ooh. Cause I just have the free account and I, I'm on Apple music more. Um, but uh, hmm. it, that's like shuffle or, or repeat, but crossfade is an option. Yeah, yeah, it's a great option. <laughs> but but so yeah, I, but what you're saying is okay. So mm -hmm. so we have like this this culture of interrupting each other, and it's not a negative yeah. thing uh, necessarily. If everybody is behaving that way, it's just the norm, right? And yeah. and what you're saying is that like so so threads of the conversation start to blend in with each other. And yeah, you didn't finish your what you started saying, but at, so <clears throat> to me, what I'm what I'm realizing is that like oh yeah, you know that kind of conditions you to like get better at letting go of where you were going with something. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, it seems like, uh, like, uh, you know, it's, it would be, well, no one's, no one's finishing their topic and it's, it's negative because you're always interrupting each other and, and whatever, but, but actually part of the thing that carries over to improv in, in like an interesting side effect is yeah. Like you, you let go of your need to finish what you started. <laughs> also as a group mind, you're staying on, a topic rather than yeah. going all over the place. So you have one clean thread. Yeah. 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 So it's just a, a different way of like, of like, uh, yeah. Mind melding. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, what I thought you were going to start dipping into is, um, other reasons I have seen people bulldoze. Um, and it might be connected to lack of trust, but also it's either they, they are, I don't, I don't know. Uh, misogynist, I think mm -hmm. would be a, like, like a misogyny or, or, you know, like without even putting gender into it, people who need high status and ego, yeah. They, yeah. Ego based. Yeah. An ego based yeah. way of play. Um, hey everybody, I got this. Just follow my lead. And this scene's going to be awesome type play, which, you know, some people, some people enjoy playing with those kind of people. I've I've never I've you know I've never been that guy uh, who has enjoyed that. Um, Wait, it's like some people you're some people are, are like, thank God, take the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. They like to add on. They're like, you know what? 
you start the main course and I will uh, I'll, I'll bring the salad. You know, yeah. it's gonna be a kick-ass salad. Uh, it might be better than what you cooked. Uh, you might suck at making ribs. I got the salad. People are gonna talk about the salad. I'm not gonna talk about the ribs. That's that is very true. Yeah, the, yeah. People are like, I don't want to. I'm not gonna be there in the first scene. I don't want to start a scene. I hate right. going first. Somebody please yeah. go first. I will support when you're out. And there. on the flip side, I've seen people get conditioned to always starting a scene because they are in a group where they're the only ones willing to do it. And they almost, and I want to call that bulldozing. It, it is kind of like they got pimped into being the lead all the time, which also becomes frustrating for people who naturally wasn't, wasn't interested in doing that a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, like that's a lot to put on one person's shoulders. Yeah. People, there's people who are like, like I go first all the time, but like really what their preference is, like I, I can and I will and I I'm it turns out I'm pretty good at it but like I don't want to all the time because it becomes a burden yeah. and I like I don't get you know you want to be able to share roles so well, I mean, part of the fun of doing what we're doing is we get to try different things and if you're doing the same playing the same role all the time it doesn't add the variety the spice if you will to your art yeah. uh, and hello Sue thank you uh, Sue says great topic Thanks, Sue. Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, if you have any uh, comments or questions to chime in with, Sue, yeah, by all means. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I so so when well, let's go to like how to how to how to deal with uh, bulldozers. Like, first of all, uh, are, are there times that you've had to correct this habit? Like, I know I know that that I like I said I'm I'm guilty of this stuff and. Um, yeah. you get better at it, but like any tips on like, if, if you feel like you get into this mode of whether it's like nervousness or overzealous, um, right. how do you kind of like curb that? Okay. Uh, yes. Um, the first thing you do is drop whatever status you have to, and make it the lowest possible. So then you're no longer in charge or in the lead. Uh, and then, and then also, um, give yourself a random number. I usually pick one through five. And that's how many words I can say in a sentence. So you're meek, you're low status, you you know, just make sure. And it allows, it gives the other person room to breathe. Um, the only caveat to that is if that person's not feeling that scene, they may need a little more help than the rules that you're applying to yourself. So, um, you know, be ready to adjust if necessary, but yeah, if 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 your energy needs to be contained, you have to do take steps to contain it. Give yourself rules, and they can be ar arbitrary. And as if as with every rule in improv, they they're only important if you make them important to yourself. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I agree with that. I I, I think um, the way I the the sorts of rules that I would give myself is is like don't be in. If I feel like fired up or like or like I was just in three scenes, I'll be like, can't be in two scenes in a row anymore. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. And or like because that's like directing, you know, like what did you say? Uh, or edit them unless they oh, yes. absolutely yep. need it. Like try not to be the one that edits all the time. Like try not to direct on stage. So what yep. whatever a director does, cut that shit out. Yeah. Yeah. And so the tough thing here is is that like it's tough to catch these things while you're doing it during a show. Yeah. Um what about like in between, like, um, or, or, you know, how, how do you just like, like think differently or, or like kind of like uh, have a different overall approach, you know, 
as a player, you know, if you're trying to get better at this, like from scene to scene, from class to class, like, or not, sorry, not from scene to scene, from show to show, you know what I mean? Like, like the space in between, how can you kind of like, um, give yourself goals or a different way of approaching things? Um, to be honest, what's been helpful for me is learning how do the other performers in my troupe or in my show like to perform? And it's asked my quite ask myself that question like at the start of the scene. Like, what does James like to do? Oh, like I guess we want to do a little more physical. We're gonna do a little more physical. All right, what what's the most physical thing I can do right now? And and, and, uh, and making an offer. And if and if you were to mirror that and heighten it, okay, then we got something. Like, oh, I, you almost want to treat it like you're on a second date with somebody who may be out of your league. Uh, <laughs> well, they came back for a second one. Like, how, how do I make this interesting? How do I? Be chill, be chill. Be cool. Don't talk be about cool. yourself. Don't talk about yourself all the yeah. time. Don't make it about be you. cool, but don't be boring. Yeah. Don't be boring, but be cool. Be cool. Don't be yeah. boring. Yeah. <laughs> let's be fun. Let's be playful. Let's, let's, you know, let's be sincere. You know? Yeah. You know, so, so, uh, I, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit because because I think there's other uh, tips that we can give on like um, dealing with bulldozers. But like I, my, the problem that I have a, a lot of time is like balancing um, be, be cool, but don't be boring. Like like, you know, you want to like hold back so that you're not bulldozing, but you also want to have enough energy to like add to the to the right. fire uh, of the show. You know, so like I. um I feel like especially uh, lately, maybe we've talked about this on here before, but like at some point, at some point I was, I was like working on like being straight character, being like more yeah. uh, like, like calm, strong energy. Yeah. And it was like, and, and, and yeah, uh, I, I feel like I kind of lost some of, some of the like wildness that uh, I had um, to make like really, you know, um, bold, abstract, like, fourth dimensional choices or whatever like uh and um yeah I, but then i, I try I'm, I'm like what can i do to have that same kind of like um i could anything could happen at any moment i could turn on a dime and and jump on something mm -hmm. but also uh yeah uh, be be like be like you know calm and and um not too squirmy or yeah frenetic no, I'm with you. I'm with you because I, I, I think me, you, and, and and we talked about this when we talked to Nicole Pasquetta, like that whole note of uh, pull back, pull back, and which I, I don't always agree with that note. And I think if you're doing that style correctly, the audience will let you know because you said something that sparked wow. And if, mm -hmm. and if you're doing that correctly, yeah, because I don't want people thinking you have to play, you have to hold back to not be a bulldozer. To me, a bulldozer is somebody who doesn't want to play at all. If you're and if you're being too playful, maybe that's a version of it. But I don't think it, it's, it's as um, I don't know. It, it's as uh, I don't know why I call it intimidating. I, I don't know what, it, but it's not to me. It's not. It's apple and oranges. You know, it, they're still. It's still edible, but not the same thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know yeah. where I was going with that. I just had to, I just had to stick that landing. Um, yeah. well, I, I think that that's like such a great, uh, useful distinction is that actually a bulldozer isn't playing too hard. They're not playing 
at all. Uh, enough. They're not playing. Yeah, at all. They're not really wanting, wanting to play. They're not playing well uh, with others. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that is really. Yeah, it's the difference. It's, it, playing is playing with. Yeah. Uh, I like this question. So Sue asks, uh, "I worry that the audience gets uncomfortable when a bulldozer is on stage. What's your opinion on great strategy to curtail someone's bulldozing?" without the audience knows it, noticing. Um, think the audience will only know that that they should be uncomfortable with the bulldozer if the rest of us let them know, you know? I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure there might be, depending on, I guess it's, you know, de depending on the circumstances. Um, but one of the things I love to do, it's, it was what I call the Edith Bunker. So if you ever watched All in the Family, Archie's is big. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you watch the show, Edith always has the funniest lines without being confrontational. And that's mm -hmm. the whole point. Like, oh, yeah, you know, just let them go. This yes and. Just, and what are you? Yeah, let's, we're following your lead. We're following the lead. And, you know, it, it's been my experience. They'll always run faster than they can. And there will be a trip up part. And that's when you can have your moment. Or you can just be entertaining from 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 the plate of, of a spot of uh, low status. Uh, for example, um, bulldozer comes in, accuses you of breaking their lamp. You have the most absurd, over the top reaction, full of emotion over breaking their lamp, and you absolutely did it. You you're yes ending them hope. I am so sorry. I shouldn't have lamps. I, I shouldn't be allowed to see the light. You know what you should do? You should lock me in a cave with no lamps, no electricity. I'm I'm a dumb dumb. And just play from like, yeah, you give them exactly what they want, and you just go full speed ahead. Um, and every time they say something, you, you just use it to, to add to that monologue and you just keep on going. Uh it's it, it, it's to me, it's the, the greatest thing because you asked for it, I gave it to you. And and you know large amounts. Um, let's keep on going. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Lock me in a cage with no lights and electricity. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Great. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So so just being like hyper yes ending about about everything. Hyper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Oh yeah, and and make sure you just add the emotion to it because that's. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. 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 I, so. I, I, as you're saying this, I'm like kind of thinking of um, I'll offer up this uh, like uh, the analogy of you're talking about like lion taming. And uh, mm -hmm. I think there's another way, too, of being like more of like a lion whisperer um, where mm -hmm. I, I just feel like there's, you know, assuming that there are some malicious bulldozers who are just jerks and, and whatever and that sucks and maybe we should well we should definitely talk about that before we're done but Absolutely. like let's assume for the most part that like people are doing it unconsciously it's it's more like the nerves out of control over eagerness and i think that like just um keeping keeping one foot in the world of of the imaginary you know the improv the theater of it but then also like really trying to like connect with the person and 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 and, and be like hey <laughs> hey yeah 
wow, man, this, what are we okay? Like, you know, uh, <laughs> are we okay? <laughs> are you saying like when you're on stage? Are you you saying this? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm saying, I'm saying like you're. I'm just. I'm just trying to imagine like somebody's just like flying off the handle and being like like blah, 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 and you're like. Wow, this is a lot, huh? Like, like, uh, but really trying to like, like, connect with them. Um, and and like I said, one foot in the in the theater of it. So I, you know, I'm not using a speci any specific examples of like what the scenic context is, but like, I think just trying to like make the eye contact with people and connect with them uh, to be like, uh, hey, <sighs> oh, man, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, just to have try to have a moment with them. So that you can kind of like at least get some of the, some more of that connection going, if that's what's missing, you know. Um, so I don't know. I know that that's a little bit more like broad uh, than um, the stuff you were saying, but but yeah, I'm just thinking about it as, as like you can either try to do lion tamer or lion whisperer. Like, wow, that lion, that lion just kind of like calmed down and seemed to really love being mm -hmm. around, <laughs> you know. Uh, the lion whisperer there, as opposed to being like, I think, it, you know, that's the, the lion taming is also like, uh, it's, right. it's, it's more of like a sparring match. Um, uh, yeah. But, uh, and so, yeah, I think they can both kind of work. Absolutely. Uh, there are things I've seen people do to bulldozers that I don't necessarily agree with. Uh, Cause I'm thinking about, again, thinking about what suit was just asking about the audience, you know, uh, doing something like letting them go, go on stage and, and not anybody joining them. Or, or, you know, like, or looking at each other, or, you know, kind of rolling your eyes on the back line kind of stuff. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So take that, take that to the green room. Don't, don't, you know, even if they didn't buy a ticket, someone came to your show to have a good time. If yeah. you are throwing a party and your kid starts being an asshole you don't make the party about your kid being an asshole. You take the kid to the basement, you lock him in a room with no lights, no electricity. <laughs> let him figure it out. And I don't have kids. I don't know how it really works. But, you know, you kind of just, you don't bring the negative. What I'm trying to say is you don't bring the negativity to the party, right? You want, you want, you know, just because someone's not playing right or being a jerk, uh, depending, you know, wh whatever's going through, whatever day they're having, uh, adding to that mess, you know, adding negativity, putting it out there into the cosmos or whatever, doesn't help the show. And totally. to me, show comes first. You can yeah. take care of all the personal stuff after the show. That's why yep. you have a coach. That's why you have a director. That's why you have a theater owner. That's why you have other yes. ways of taking Yes. That's why there, there's all these things, uh, all these resources, if you will. Uh, or yeah. uh, you can start a new troupe. Yeah. That, that's that starting at a true is free it's it doesn't cost you a thing uh well <laughs> it depends well for the most part you don't have to like start yeah. LLC yet. Uh, yeah i guess right, for the most right. Part. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's no there's there's no cost to just being like we're a team and this is our name um right. uh i can yeah. say like you don't even have to break up your existing team to start a new team you can just kind of start a new team and not play with the other team as much, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Phase out. Yeah. Cause that's the other thing when people do like the announcements, like, Hey, uh, you know, Philip Hugh lights and, and the amazing twins. We're no longer a troop today. 
okay, man. <laughs> you did one show. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you know, uh, bulldozers might actually be a great improv troop name. <laughs> um, go, so real quick, just to add on to what you were saying about and answering uh, Su yeah. the specific part of Sue's question on the audience and being uncomfortable is that, uh, yeah, the, the audience uh, probably notices this who this bulldozer bulldozing uh but and maybe they don't but either way yeah you don't want to um add more attention to the fact that that's a problem or reveal that it's a problem so um yeah wh whatever you do just know know that th that they're probably the audience already notices and even if they notice you kind of dealing with it uh yeah like bob said it, it just um you don't want them you don't want to add to the problem uh yeah. of it so as long as as long as you're you're doing what you're doing on stage in earnest like trying to connect with the person, trying to, trying to like play, uh, honestly and with, um, uh, from your side, uh, then, then yeah, I think that it's fine that the audience might be a little uncomfortable or, or, um, or notice it. It's, yeah. you can't, you can't avoid the noticing, yeah. but you and can avoid they, making it worse. And when they do, they, they, it's been my experience. Like they'll come out to you after the show, like you great show, loved you. What was up with that guy? You know, yeah. like, oh, you did a really good job, but whoo. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, that looked tough, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you don't want, you don't want to make it every, every, like you said, it's not, the party's not about your kid being an asshole. You don't want to make it like an, an us versus them, like punishment, uh, uh, yeah. center of focus. Like, you know, we, we, we just make weird character choices, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, awesome. Yeah, and then uh, Arnold also commented with uh, some thoughts here, suggesting um, breathe a bit and give others space to set up. Yeah. Um, and then also sometimes uh, it's stepping in front of the bulldozer to let the person on the bike cross in front, which, I, yeah, that's awesome. An awesome analogy, too, is that like, yeah, um, oh, that that's a great analogy, Arnold, is like, it's also about like, not everyone's good at dealing with with bulldozers. Not everyone's style right. is is like so. Lots of people have like, uh, you know, either subtle energies, um, more more like nuanced, uh, or yeah. Some sometimes uh, sometimes what you're looking to do is is giving room for the rest of the team to play. Or, or uh, so so you might like maybe what Arnold is talking about is like you kind of like buddy up with the bulldozer to kind of be their uh, foil so that you can, um, you know, build like in this, in a scene or whatever, the relationship of like the one who pulls them aside and is like, is like, all right, let's chill out here for a second. Or like, let's see what they do. You know, right. um, <laughs> let's see what they do about this. You know, so, so you kind of, you kind of, you kind of, you kind of give the reins to the situation a little bit. So, no, that's that, so really, that, I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's see what they do. Let's be the audience. Yeah. Can we? <laughs> let's exactly. hey, let's have a seat yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. those two empty chairs on row three. Yeah. Uh, you know. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's enough screaming for the day, I think. Right, right. What do you have to say about that, everyone else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, I, I think uh, going back to this, uh, uh, Arnold's other comment about like breathe a bit and give others space to set up. I, I think that that's ultimately like probably the best um, boiled down 
uh, uh, mantra for it is like, you just got to breathe. And, and, and that's why I think it is, I sympathize with people, especially early on who are in classes or doing their first shows that are having this problem or, or dealing with somebody on a team that that is, um, because like some of it is just like, um, just getting the reps of the, the stage and being like under pressure, you know, you get used to it. Uh, and, and it, and it draws, less negative side effects the, the more that you do it yeah. so yeah breathing and giving others a chance to set up um is the thing to do and sometimes it's hard to to realize that in the moment oh i absolutely agree i i think that this is another cause of it we, we talked about this so many times um i i think people start improvising and they think that they i think they think the job is you have to con continuously talk throughout the whole scene or you're not doing your job. Yeah. And it's, and, and every line of dialogue has to be this witty, funny thing, or you're, you're, you're not doing it right. Rather than, you know, take your, take your time. Let's, let's build up some tension. Let's breathe. Let's do that object work thing. We're forgetting to do because we're two talking heads. Let's do something, you know, let's make it visually interesting. And, and yeah, let's, uh, let's take the audience for a journey rather than yeah. like, bombarding them with dialogue yeah yeah so i, I want to throw a couple other uh ideas on like dealing with bulldozer situations because okay. okay. let's talk about the malicious side of it right so so it's yes. just like you can't connect with them it's not happening like yeah. two things i want to throw out there one which is very risky <laughs> so just as a disclaimer at the top of this is, is like, you could try to just like do what they're doing. <laughs> oh, I was going to, that was going to be my, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause, and you were kind of talking about this, Bob, with like, with like, uh, you know, hyper yes ending, but that's still like kind of complimentary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking like, like if, if it's just cause they're loud and banging pans and shit, then like, like do that too. And, and it's like, <laughs> Like I said, it's kind of risky because you, you don't know if it, if that is going to make things worse or, or like uh, make the person feel like you are like attacking them or whatever. But but like it might just be like <laughs> crazy mm -hmm. fun absurdity to, to add to right. double down on it and just be like, I'm doing it, too, you know. Um, and then, that's the first line of dialogue I can do. I'm doing this too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can be loud too. I can be loud yeah. too. Yeah. Right. And if you do it as if the whole group does it, then it's just like a, a whole cool group scene. <laughs> 30 minute group game of who can be the loudest. Um, yeah. And you're all chanting, I'm doing this too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the, the other thing that, that uh, is, is probably more practical, more helpful. Um, and more likely to give like uh, an, an extra helpful dimension to the scene is what you what you just said about object work. Go to the environment, do something silent, right. physical. You know, um, that will both um, add at the same time in a different way than the energy that the bulldozer is giving. You know, because mm -hmm. uh, that's like most of the time when we talk about bulldozing, we are talking about like. They're verbally dominating too much. They're l like literally loud, you know, volume competitive. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so so that, that space is filled. What else is there? Well, there's the physical, um, there's the environment, there's, uh, you know, the uh, uh, 
nonverbal context to, to what's going on. Like you, you know, the emotional tone you can, how are you dealing with it? Are you like, you're like, yes, this person's rant, I am, uh, you know, vibing with it. And, the, uh, you know, or, mm. or, or are you like, you know, I, uh, some of my favorite scenes have just been that is, is like being the person who, you, you know, my scene partner, and I'm, I'm not talking maliciously here. This happens a lot in a positive way where, where somebody <laughs> will go on a rant uh, and then we'll realize that that's kind of like the game. And, and I'll play the silent role of like, just <laughs> like kind of like slowly jaw dropping, um, and, uh, that, that's a really fun role to play too. And it, and it actually gives a cool kind of, uh, backdrop or, or contrast, uh, sorry, context to, yeah, the rant. Oh, I'm glad you say contrast. Cause that was going to be my other thing is play th the exact opposite energy and, and make as much ca contrast as possible. Cause again, well, that's not defeating. That's also complimentary. Uh, yeah. even though you're being, I, I, I like to play. What am I saying to do? Yeah. Curl up in a ball in a fetal position in the center of the stage and don't move. Yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah. so so yeah, what what are what are you paint me a picture of of, uh, of what what you mean like what well, would be like the opposite energy is like really meek or, or like what? Yeah, yeah, or you know, just you know, if they're being mean, super nice, you know, be Ted Lasso. Uh do take whatever the core of their character is. Um their point of view and, and, you know, contradictory, you know, be contradictory, like, but not in, again, not in, in a way you're, where you're, you're button heads. It's just like, Oh, this is just, a, this is just how I see the world. You know, like, you know, you do you, you don't do me. Um, if they are the kind of people who also use their stature, make yourself smaller, especially if they're, you're, they're, they're smaller than you. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. All those little things, you know, try to do, reverse uh physicality so if they're sticking your chest out you know put yours in like over yeah so you basically it's it's in a way it's kind of mocking too uh but you, you try not to do it in a mocking manner but yeah it's very clown you know, to me like yeah, what you're, it, it, you're it's, talking it's, about like where like uh you have um or or like it's bugs bunny daffy duck right and that's like a yes. like a clown dynamic too, uh, what they call the white and the red, right? You have the, yeah. the white high status and the red run amok. And uh, it seems like mocking, but it's actually very cooperative because like the more status that, that the white clown uh, wants, the the more uh, disaster that the um, that the red clown can bring to it, right? It's like you, you, the, the more you want, the more you have to ruin. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, any, I don't know any other thoughts on just like the malicious situation. Cause I know that that is maybe, maybe what I'll say is, is that like, it's, um, I think, I guess it, again, I don't want to paint this in like too negative of terms, but like, like you get to kind of watch this like train wreck, right? So like <laughs> you're on stage and you kind of can kind of just enjoy like being like, wow, <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I think we haven't talked about people who are we, we uh, the malicious we talked about were, were malicious, but not super malicious. Uh, I also like and I kind of scratch about like um, I, I think there there's a there's a couple. I don't think oh, God, I'm trying to phrase this. So is a uh, okay? Let me tell you a story. 
when I was taking classes, there was another class who had uh, a, a couple of gentlemen who just went through divorces at the same time, and they really clicked. And I think all their all their comedy came from their pain, mm. and and I almost felt, and I'm pretty sure I'm right. It, you know, it's been 15 years, so I don't want to point the finger, but I felt even that young that they were abusive to female performers because mm, they would yeah. always them in and in, in positions of being you know the the crappy girlfriend or you know the 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 dumb blonde who doesn't you know who just wants me for my money like all this stuff you know uh, stereotypes that are, aren't true and you know have no place in 2021 20, being on stage or anywhere else uh so with that kind of militia, you just gotta you gotta treat them like a bully, like that kind of bulldozer. That that one that that then we stop playing. You know, like that's that's um, you know, if you can get through the show, that's when you get you talk to management, you talk to whoever will listen. Uh, you make sure you protect whoever they're going after. You you become an advocate. You become whatever you have to be. Uh, that's the only time I think the the show takes second uh, place to anything because you, you know, we, we, when we go up there, we tell each other, we have their, we, each other's backs. Yeah. So if someone's coming at someone wrong on stage and using uh, and hiding in the shadow of improv to be a bully or a jerk or a misogynist or a, a racist or whatever. That's, that's when, when everything goes out the window and you, you, you got to check them, now, whatever that means in, in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Arnold uh, added another comment um, along those lines of uh, approaching someone. um, Well, oh, oh, sorry. Actually, I misread this, but uh, he's talking about um, on stage approaching someone as if as as you would uh, if someone was behaving as they are in real life. Um, But you can also approach people in real life uh, to have a conversation about uh, what Arnold is saying here that like, yes, and doesn't mean allowing anyone to do anything, uh, especially if what they're doing is destructive or unfairly dominating. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're all I completely agree, Arnold. Thank you. Yeah, for that. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But so I guess the point is that like, you can have a conversation. We're all adults, right? Like, like, uh, like, and, and, um, there, there, you should feel hopefully, you know, in a perfect world, you can go to the leadership of your uh, theater um, uh, or your community, whatever it may be, to uh, really draw a line um, uh, if, if what's happening is not going to change and is threatening or, or dangerous. Um, uh, uh, but at the same time, like, uh, we're all adults and we can have, like, like uh, conversations with each other to approach these, these you know, somebody like the, the people that you're talking about. It's just like, hey, like... Uh, I, I just I just kind of noticed this and and I just wanted to talk to you about it because like I was curious what's going on and and like uh, if you felt the same way or if there's anything that we can kind of like do about it that might be a little bit more you know right. healthy or um, to work with everyone just so we're not making each other uncomfortable you know what I mean like just just like yeah. really gotta have like empathy and and patience enough with each other to have a hard conversation um, yeah you have to again, decide. I'm sorry. You have to decide if this person is doing it out of ignorance or out mm-hmm. of hate or out of yeah. what is their and then act accordingly. Because if someone, if you know, in theory, we should all know the people we're playing with, but sometimes that doesn't happen. But if, if someone makes a mistake or 
is making a mistake without them knowing it. Uh, sometimes, you know, having that sitting down and educating them could really open our eyes to something and it could really be helping them. Or if they're just a, a prick, you know, maybe the conversation should have someone there who's in the seat of power to, you know, kind of um, hash this thing out so it's, you know, it doesn't progress or, you know, yeah. we can check this behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if, if you're comfortable having, it takes courage to, to approach somebody like that, courage and patience and, and uh, empathy. And, and those are those are not always the easiest things in a confrontational conversation. Um, but if you feel like you can uh, have that conversation, then I feel like it, it's it's good for, it, it might be the best thing for someone or both sides of, of the situation. But not everybody is comfortable having this conversation. And it, and it really isn't on, it's not your responsibility uh, as like a uh, player at a theater or especially a student um, to have that conversation. So, um, you know, if, if it feels like it's a conversation you can have, fine, but it's not on you to make sure that yep. you do, you know, <laughs> that is not your responsibility if you don't yeah. feel safe. Yeah. Uh, but if this is someone you've known for a while and you consider a friend, Apps, you know, if you, if you feel comfortable, yes, please. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I guess going back to what you said too is is that like is this person doing it out of is this person a sociopath, right? Is right. like is like <laughs> maybe not. I, I, I just feel, I just feel like yeah. Are you a sociopath? Because if not, okay. hey, yeah. talk to you yeah. about your behavior. Yeah, Frank, uh, can we start here? Sociopath or not? Nah, yep. great. Okay, let's keep okay. going. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. But, but, um, uh, I just think that like approaching, if you're going to have a conversation and, and honestly, this is, this is probably advice for like teachers and, and, um, leadership too, is, is that like, um, when you approach somebody, if it's, if it's, if you're going to have this conversation, whichever role you're in, uh, do it from a place of assuming that there's a good person here mm -hmm. who, is expressing some bad habits for whatever reason and it, you don't go, you don't need to go into it as an opponent right or or uh you know as uh, as the one who's right go into it as a conversation and uh start by trying to connect as a human being right as, and and be like i assume that there is some reason why this is happening and I want to know if we can uh, make it better and hear each other, you know? Yeah. Bulldozing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's always, no, I feel like this, 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 it's this. always what it comes down to, right? It's a it's such a slippery slope is, is right. that like, there's these little, the, the little um, nuance sort of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then really at the end of the day, it's like, man, like where do you draw the line? And uh, uh yeah. to, to quote uh Jess K is uh somewhere. You draw the line somewhere. Some, and, somewhere uh, there is a line. You know yeah. yours. Uh respect it and give your you know. Uh but yeah, that's why it's so hard to give ad advice when it comes to this thing, because again, like everything's situational. You know, because I can also see, so going back to the story I was telling, um, you take the premises those guys were creating 
and put it into a hand of a group of people who actually love each other. And you can make some really interesting comedic scenes out of it. Like if you and Julia were to, if you were playing uh, a, a shitty boyfriend, I think Julia can spin that to the gold because us as the audience know that when you guys go home that night, you're not that guy, you know, like it's not coming from a place of, of hurt or whatever. Uh, they're not, you're not compensating. You're just playing. Uh, and there's a difference. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, again, uh, on a similar note, um, kind of these comments are coming in like perfectly timed. <laughs> uh, Kurt says any tips on delineate delineating my character is misogynistic versus I am misogynistic. Um, and I think that's a great question. Character? Uh, would be my yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, one, um, you know, if you're asking that question, uh, you, you, you in, in a better spot, right? Like you're right. automatically like examining yeah. uh, where where are the things that you're doing on stage coming from, and so you're probably a, a lean at least leaning on the side of of uh, it's your yeah. character, not you, right? Um, another thing that I'll throw in there too is that like, uh, you know, uh, it's, I, I've definitely had um, sets where I like did something as a character, and, and I and I think that that I was going for humor that like was actually coming from the wrong spot. So so it's like my my yeah. it's not that my character was being um, misogynistic. It's just that the 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 like game or the humor that I was playing into, uh, maybe I expected a laugh on something, right. and then I and then it made me reflect afterward of like, <laughs> why did I think that was like funny? <laughs> like yeah, you know. Yeah. And so, so, so that's like, um, I think asking your question, like asking questions of yourself, like, like that, uh, as a, as a player is, is like, where are you expecting the humor to come from? And we talked about this, uh, in a great episode with, um, Molly Alampi. Um, uh, about that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause what's the joke? Yeah. What's the joke? Um, but I, I think, and I got glad we actually got to this because I don't want people to think that that we have to take all these kind of characters off the table because these are actual characters. These are people you would see, hopefully not often, but plausibly see in your day to day life. These yeah. so if to me that that that's fair play, and if your scene partner is comfortable with you doing that kind of character, that's that's step one. Um, also, I, I think if you play that kind of character, that character has to lose. Yeah, whatever, whatever that means in that that scene, um, it, 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 that 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 uh, character has to lose or be taught a lesson or get put in his place. Um, you can't. It can't just be uh, a five minute scene where a misogynistic character makes fun of a, a female. It's 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 got to be. This is you initially want you're actually you want to come off as this is what I think of these people and and this is what I think should happen to them if they act this way. It's almost like uh, Michael Scott in the office. Steve Carell, uh, okay, we'll, we'll take misogyny out of the play, but uh, the whole that's what she said joke in the office isn't a joke. It, uh, Michael Scott is a dumb character. That's what Steve Carell thinks of people who says that's what she says. 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and this, and, and this is the kind of person he thinks they are. Not a bad person, but not exactly ideal. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and, and that's the thing, too, is, is that, like, somebody who's uh, – people don't think of themselves as uh, wrong, you know? Like, yeah. so, so like, uh, yeah, if you're a misogynistic character, it's like um, – you don't want to amplify it too much uh, for the yeah. reason that Bob said, is that, like, it's not like we want to just run amok and let that character win, but you, you, sh you should really couple it with, like, um, you know, just, like, playing it – you know, again, like earnestly as like, well, I think that men should be the breadwinner. Like, you know, like that's something that, that, that there it's people believe that, right? Like, I don't think that yeah. women should work like that's There are roles, you know, yeah. for men and women and it's meant to be that way. And like, you have to understand that that character like actually thinks that, but like, yeah. um, uh, so, so you have to balance playing it that way, but also yeah. like, uh, yeah, yeah. Leaving room to like, to, you're you're examining it, not um, not defending it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, is, I, I would protect the character by giving it um, some kind of you know it has a point of view, but why does it have that point of view? I think women should stay at home because when I was a kid, my mom was always home, and it, it made me feel safe when I got home from school. Like something, something like if you can make the audience go awe with this character, then I think you're playing the character right, or, or at least one yeah. moment. Uh, again, it's a tricky character. I, 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 again, I don't think you cannot not play it. If you have some, if you have something to say with this character, then go for it. If I play yeah. the intelligence, make sure everybody involved is cool with this kind of, because you don't want to, you know, trigger somebody or, you know, because, you know, women have to p actually put up with this character. They might not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might not be fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, you know what? That's, 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 what be, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. They might not be uh, a fun toy to play with if it if it cuts. You know. Fuck yeah. It. Yes. Thank you for 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 putting it that way because that's that's what I'm saying. We're we're like you have to play it like earnestly, not like as a like a two dimensional play toy. Right. Yes, that is absolutely right. Like so so it's like giving giving that character more the the why of that character and the vulnerability and the flaw mm -hmm. like you're talking about with the Michael Scott character right. gives it like three dimensional a real earnest uh, uh, effort to like examine this and make it three dimensional uh, and that will be much more um, yeah. interesting um, and also uh, uh, both give give you um, you'll feel better about having played that character and, and not have to like dwell on like, shit, am I misogynist? Uh, 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 misogynist? Um, yeah. And also more likely for the audience to feel that way too, that, that, that one, you're not just a misogynist that's running around doing that. Uh, and that you're not just like um, shitting on that character. Cause probably somebody in the audience is like, that's kind of like me. What the fuck? Um, right, right. Uh, uh, so, but, but so giving a little bit of like, added dimension to that character more more likely to, to to make it relatable and actually learn from putting it on stage in the first place in in a humorous way right. uh, and uh, the overall rule if you're not sure your partner for some reason is comfortable allow them to have to find your achilles heel as soon as possible and let yourself be seriously hurt by whatever that character give that character as much power as you think you're, you know uh, give them all the power and just and, and let them you know if if they want if they want to you know 
hurt that character, if their character wants to hurt that character, let it happen. Uh, and, and let it be big and awesome and let everybody almost cathartically laugh at it. Yes. And again, as if on cue, Sue gives up. That was good, Sue. There's uh, <laughs> a perfect comment of uh, showing the soft, vulnerable underbelly of these misdirected or unlikable characters tends to help when playing with them. Uh, yeah. Tends to help me speaking, Sue speaking for herself. But I think that 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 is pretty universal. Um, that it makes it easier to watch them. It makes it easier to play with the the, the character. It makes it easier to it play with, that character. It works with any character that that people are supposed to hate. Really, yeah. uh, if you ever saw Jojo Rabbit, I my my, you know my favorite uh, excuse, yeah, Jojo Rabbit like is such a smart movie, and it yeah. shows you how you can take someone, the worst person in history, and make them, you know, fun, e funny, fun. I don't know, I, I don't <laughs> sensitively. Uh, I, I usually because I I don't want to speak about that too much. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just, careful. We're, no, we're, we're, we're at the, we're close the end of our time. You're going to open up a whole another can of worms. I, 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 let me stick the land. Yeah. I usually use Thanos as my example because right. he's a fictional character. Most evil person in the Marvel universe. He wants to, he wants to kill half society. Why? Because he truly believes the other half will prosper and everybody is currently suffering. That's where his heart is. He thinks he's doing the right thing. He and he's insensitive, but he has and he cares about things. He has to care about things, or he's a, a two-dimensional character. Yeah, and you know, uh, Kurt actually asked a question about playing antagonists or villains, um, which we considered uh, doing an episode on today. So I, I think that that is maybe a good cliffhanger for a future yeah. episode because we we could also talk like, because I, I would want to have a conversation about like, is there. A point when you're like, do, do we want to make evil people more relatable? <laughs> like there is real well, evil. I mean, we, we, I, I, I got I got to answer that. You know what? Yeah. Cliffhanger. <laughs> hey, Kurt. This this may not be your favorite show right now, uh, because cliffhanger, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it is it's a great topic, and and again, yeah. it's it it opens up all sorts of conversations about about like uh yeah character relatability, how how things affect uh the way that mm -hmm. we process theater and also well, the difference between like drama and comedy or as you just said morally should we do this you yeah know? yeah 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 uh all right well it turns out that this is kurt's favorite show as he uh commented um thanks everyone for your questions uh, yeah, uh yeah. kurt and thank Stu you arnold and, thank you sue thank you kurt yeah really it's always always so much more uh, uh enjoyable and exciting when um there's people chiming in and uh it's not just me and bob um uh talking in circles about <laughs> <laughs> stuff that I'm sure we've covered it, it we're, at this point. I feel like the, uh, some topics we're, we're just like piecemealing together, like, uh, things yeah. that we've touched on in other, other episodes. Um, so, you know, most of the time we have a guest, uh, but it also is great to have people, uh, commenting, uh, to keep right. fresh perspective and is it uh, really that like a conversation when we do it that way. Yeah. 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 I just crossfaded that one I like that. Crossfade. <laughs> crossfade. Uh, okay. The name of the podcast and crossfade. Yeah, welcome to welcome to the improv crossfade. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, y'all. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, and uh, remember to go to the improvnetwork.org to check out more of these conversations and videos uh, and blogs and interviews and other resources. And uh, we will catch you next time on the Improv Network podcast. Bye. Bye.